I don't know how I, with other shows like normally that y'all might see me on I have some sort of witty intro or I like try to throw some in there at the beginning this right here is a brand new project um, it's involving me y'all know his face what's happening what's happening Maverick uh, we also have three other members of this collective that were not able to, to be here today. Uh, we had Dwayne, yeah. uh, we got Christian, and we got James. Now, eventually as the, the process goes on and as we continue to film and record episodes, we'll all be here. So you'll be able to get the, the, the full experience of what this is. Um, and I'm still trying to, or we're still trying to come up with a name. I believe we decided either between um, from the top turnbuckle or black guys talk talking talk about wrestling. Talking about wrestling. Um, so I like both of them, man. Um, so uh, that's you know that's something we can discuss later. Yeah. But uh, I think they both are really appealing. <laughs> but it, you know, it definitely will be some some black guys talking about wrestling. Wrestling, but for for those that that see this that don't know who I am, uh, my name is Way. I am the host of the Ways World podcast, um, one of the hosts of the Ways World Drunkcast, and co-host of Talking Sports with Wayne Crony. Um, I've been doing podcasting since August of 2019, so I'll be coming up on my one year anniversary this August. Um, I am on iHeartRadio, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, all you gotta do is search Ways World, and you'll be able to see any of my broadcasts. Um, if you search Ways World, you'll see a lot of my stuff come up along with this here too. Um, thankfully, the guys allowed me to be able to put this on my network and. Again, I just, I just thank y'all for that. Like, I appreciate y'all. This is this is some fire ass content. That like real shit, man. That's all I say. Talk <laughs> your shit, man. You've been you've been doing this for a little minute now, man. You creeping up on a year, man. So I'm proud of you, bro. Like the consistency and the drive, man, is is what's up, man. So I appreciate that. Bro. That's real shit, man. Uh, but shit, for for the people that that don't know who you are, let them know who you are. All right, man. So once again, man, my name is Maverick Maverick Savage Caesar Savage. However you want to call it, man. Um, I do a lot of digital content creation. Uh, I'm mainly a copywriter um, for a lot of cannabis brands, a lot of retailers, IT, uh, you name it. Um, I just launched a, a site uh, last week. It's doing pretty well. It's called Gassed Out Gaming. It's pretty much taking the cannabis niche with the, the adult gamer niche that we know is all happening and trying to bring it all together. So you can check that out, www.gassedoutgaming.com. Links will be in the description. Yeah, they'll be there. Um, and, and it, it kind of took off for me in the first week, man. I know this is a wrestling podcast, but I do want to say that that shit kind of just took off. I went ahead and, like, you know, bought the domain and all that and stuff. Stuff that was some good content. Um, and um, my most popular article today... Uh, is the one talking about why Jet Set Radio Future has not been re-released. What? And, what? Yeah, and uh, it got so much love, man. Like, it's, it's it's a short read, but it got so much love. Um, what's his name? The uh, the lead composer uh, took, took it upon himself to, you know, reach out and tell me 
you know, what's going on, bro. I was like, you know, that's kind of fucking dope, bro. Like, I felt like a journalist for real with that shit. I was really just trying to put together some other shit, but he happened to see it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, Gassed Out Gaming is also on Facebook, Twitter, and we, we have our own dedicated website. You'll see all that in the description. Yeah. Um, but um, that's pretty much my ventures right now, man. So Maverick Credit Solutions and Gassed Out Gaming is the shit that I focus on, really. Um, and... You know, I'm I'm a freelancer at heart. I'm a writer at heart. A content creator. I'm an ad guy, um, marketing guy. That's just that's just what I love to do. So I mean, that's just me, man. Hey, uh, hey, shit. That's the thing. You're fire at it, though, bro. That's the thing. Like, as far as like creating content, as far as like getting ideas and formulating them and putting them out there, like you, like you, you're, you're fire, like. I, so I, technically, he's the writer for this show. Technically, he, he, I, I appreciate <laughs> that, bro. Uh, you know, and I and I ain't really want to gas myself, but gas yeah, show so. But bro. when I think, when I think about it, like, and I just start thinking about the stats, because I've been doing freelancing, man. Probably I've been taking it serious since 2016. Mm-hmm. And one of the hardest things is client retention. Is you know uh, keeping that uh, client and not just one-time projects right. and stuff like that. So. I'm at a beat where right now, bro, I have about 50 clients, bro, to take care of by myself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I always reach out to people, you know, whatever their niche may be. A lot of people don't like to write. That's what, I, that's what I'm noticing. A lot of people, it's intimidating. That white page, that blank white page is very intimidating to people. It can be. It, and, um, and I don't really feel that way. I feel that way sometimes. But, you know what I mean? That's why I keep the gas. But, you know, uh, it's... Uh, I'm at a point where now, man, like... It's crazy. The the best week I ever had as a freelancer happened the week of the state of the emergency when a lot of businesses were closed Damn. because my, a lot of my clients are in the cannabis industry. Mm-hmm. They are still essential. Damn. So they Real. still yeah. Oh, you cannabis medical, 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 yeah. Medical. So it's still essential. So they still needed stuff. Right. And I don't know, man. I'm just like. I'm like, shit, man. I'm like Thanos, man. I'm like Don Draper when it comes to that shit, bro. I just crank that shit out and... With a yeah. snap. And I just... Yeah, bro. I just I just do it, bro. Like, I just... I don't, it's, it's not hard, man, to to put yourself in in a client's shoes when you when you know what they want and what they need for their business. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, it's really not that hard. A lot of stuff can be intimidating in a lot of different fields. Like, I'm sure... You know what I mean? You might have had some guests that very intimidated about being on camera yeah. or talking. And, 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 and it can be. But sometimes, bro, you just got to do that. Go you for it. Go for it, man. Like, this, you know, it's like you just take that shot with that podcast. Now, you, you know what I mean? You're on iHeart now. And, you know what I mean? You're everywhere now, bro. So, you know what I mean? You can't. What they say? You miss every shot you don't take. Bro. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? Keep. I, I think everybody should. Whatever self-venture you're trying to do. Push it. Do it, man. Go do for it. it. Do it. Do like, it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Like he's a freelancer. He's a freelancer, and his his quality is with the pen. I've learned that my 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 strength is is through through vocal. And what we've been able to do is capitalize on what what our strengths are and, and move forward. And one of our strengths that we've realized we actually have in common. Is wrestling. Wrestling. We have a, a common interest in wrestling. wrestling. So we gave y'all the topics. We told y'all what we gonna talk about. 
If y'all didn't catch it in the beginning, we gonna repeat it again. WWE releases. That shit crazy. We gonna talk about RBD's Money in the Bank win. You know, we gonna bring that up because Money in the Bank is coming back around. Right. So we're gonna talk about Money in the Bank as well. And then also we're gonna talk about Dark Side of the Ring. I haven't seen every single one. He's seen more than I have. I have a, a, a library of wrestling uh, knowledge. Right. So I have a bit that I can speak on quite a few, but as far as I've seen a couple of them. But again, we'll get into that more and more. But um, for now, uh, go ahead, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I just want to say, man, on the wrestling knowledge part, man. Yeah, it's. I know everybody ain't here right now, and it's to me, it's a hierarchy of the knowledge. Now, it doesn't mean you know anybody better or nothing like yeah. that, but more so, like, bro, Wade got when when we talking like wrestling knowledge, like you know, women got his like PhD with shit, man. Like it's some shit he know. My man's Chris Bean. They more so got their PhD shit too. They talk, they know all the New Japan shit, all the excuse my language. They know all the you know what I mean. The other circuits, the independent circuits, the Triple A's, the AEW. They they keep up with all of that, man. Like you know what I mean. I'm more so of the the uh, the casual fan from you know the WCW era of of uh, from the classic. Yeah, era. you know. Yeah, you know. I'm pretty much the the. Uh, Pretty much how how our peers work, you right. know what I mean. But I just took a little bit further. I took a little bit more interest in it, and um, but you know, so maybe you, I guess you can say I got I got my associates <laughs> and wrestling. I ain't got my PhD like uh, like you know you and Bean and Chris. And I think James, if James was here, he'd say the same. He, he's more on a level with me, like as a fan, and then somebody who does, takes a little initiative to be like, well, damn, I wonder what's, going what's on really here. going on back here, like you know, so. Um, you know, uh, I do want to speak to that, man. Like, y'all, y'all really be, y'all be knowing y'all ish, man. Y'all be, y'all be knowing what y'all talking about, man. So, y'all, y'all quick to put me, be like, nah, bro, that was, uh, nah, that wasn't even, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, it's all love, but yeah, I just kind of wanted to throw that out there for the fans, man. Like, and y'all be able to tell when we all get together yeah, and, and how we bounce off of each other, man. Like, y'all be able to tell, and it'll be really nice, man, because a lot of us will get re-educated basically this is how y'all need to think of us right and i don't want to make this comparison just yet because we're not there yet but think of us as the black what culture think of us as the black cultaholic right think of us as the black wrestlemania right think of us as the black wrestle talk if you are a black guy and you feel like you do not feel you do not fit in those other those other sections and, and you want you want to hear about wrestling from your own Right. This is a place for you. If you are a general wrestling fan and you want to hear wrestling from our point of view, definitely tune in as well. Um, for right now, um, if we could, Black Guys Talking About Wrestling, because yeah. I feel like that's kind of general. Right. So we'll be right back on Black Guys Talking About Wrestling. We'll be right back with you um, when we get into our first topic, these new WWE releases. So stay tuned. So we are back here on Black Guys talking about wrestling. First thing that we gonna talk about is these WWE releases. Quite a few heavy hitting names, or at least in my opinion, opinion. 
um, quite a few heavy hitting names have been released, and yeah, yeah, yeah we got we got quite a, quite a bit to talk about. So, yeah, bro, I, I, I want to read y'all these list of names. So far, uh, I think it's actually been a few more names since uh, this list dropped. But this is everybody who's been fired or furloughed and not being paid uh, from WWE thus far. So let's go with the straight fire first. Yeah. I'm going to say, do they have it broken up or this is just a list of everybody? Uh, this is just a list of everybody, okay. man. Okay. Um, you feel free to stop me when you hear some fire. Uh, Drake Maverick. Okay. EC3. Fire. Stop right there. Hold on. Wait a second. Right there. We, we already, we already. Look. Okay. So let me just, let me just express about EC3, right? Ethan Carter III back in TNA was not the most technically proficient wrestler out there. I'm not going to say that. But what I will say is the charisma that he was able to exude almost brought me back to TNA because I left like after the the Hogan Bischoff, like right before all that went down and then Billy Corbin came in and then Dixie Carter left. Like before all that messiness happened, that's some Vince Russo shit. Like it was just some, it was some bullshit going before on. Before all that messiness happened, I left TNA. Like I dipped right. and went back to WWE, which I left to go to TNA because I was like, I don't like what the WWE is doing. TNA brought me in Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, Triple X. Um, the Motor City Machine Guns, Gail Kim, Awesome Kong, which, by the way, if you have not seen the TNA Knockouts division from that time period, please go back and watch. You had ODB, you had Gail Kim, you had Roxy LeBeau, you had Awesome oh, Kong, yeah. you had Raisha Saeed, um, you had who else? Who else was in that match? You had you had some 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 names that may not pop out right away. But if you go back and watch the quality of what they was able to do and what was coordinated by Dutch Mantel, trust me, trust me, you will definitely, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised on the on the the, the quality of that that women's division back then. Not to, not to get off topic with EC3, bro, but at that time when I didn't like about TNA, because uh, we was kind of talking about it offset, man, before we got to rolling again. Uh, TNA at that time. You know, around 2006-2007 was supposed to be what I believe AEW is now. Like, a a real competitor. Not an alternative to uh, to WWE. But just a legit competition. Right, legit competition. And bringing in Hogan and shit like that didn't fucking help. It, it sounded good. It, right, it, it, that's what it, it sounded good for WCW bringing Hogan in. But mm, it's nah. where you know. Well, with WCW, that's different. It started off good. It like did. like when Hogan it was super did. But when, when Hogan was doing, it started off good. Again, Eric Bischoff's podcast is not called Eighty Three Weeks for No Reason. But my thing is, bro, Hogan's a terrible wrestler. Hogan's a straight-up terrible wrestler. He I is. Am sorry. He is. As, he far is as, a, as far as being a wrestler, a wrestler or a performer, he's horrible. His charisma exudes off the screen. Oh yeah. But, but as far as like him actually performing <coughs> moves in the ring, no sir, no, 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 sir. Sir. no sir. I can't. No, I will sir. not vouch no, for sir. that. No, no sir. No sir. Not at all. Uh, but yeah, with, with, with EC3, with EC3, I just feel like WWE wasted him. They wasted him th- from the very beginning. Triple H had him in NXT, was slowly but surely building him up. His last great match 
which by the way, if you have not seen this, which if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen it, don't stop us. Don't, don't stop us. Finish listening to us. Then after we get right. done, go watch that. But like the, the North American championship ladder match from NXT TakeOver, I want to say New Orleans. Let me know if I'm wrong in the comments. That right there was EC3's best match to me, or one of his best matches in like, because he was the only sports entertainer, I guess you can say, in the match, and it made all the difference. Like, that that match in and of itself was so fire. What, what you what you think Dave Meltzer would have gave that motherfucking match? Oh, he gave it a five stars. Oh, he did? He gave it five stars. Uh, uh, Alright, oh, well. <laughs> he gave it five stars. Hey, because like that match was Meltzer gave it five, it's fire. That whole that whole pay-per-view, NXT New Orleans, if you haven't seen that pay-per-view, go back and watch it from top to bottom. I was thoroughly impressed. I <laughs> There's one of your favorite reviews, especially as being and me coming back to the WWE full time. Like that was that was the that was one of my first pay per views I ever saw on the WWE Network. That was one of the first pay per views I ever saw. My favorite pay per view I ever saw though was the WrestleMania where Kofi won the WWE Championship. I was just coming back to to back home from Atlanta. And I was like on the Greyhound bus, like with my headphones in, watching it on my phone. And Real then shit. I saw, and then I saw Lord, I saw Kobe like pinned dead. And I was like, I was on the bus, like yeah, like it was like yeah, there. Like, the what, what the fuck is he doing? I'm like, oh shit, my fault, my fault, my fault. Like, so that's 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 yeah, yeah. EC3 was definitely underutilized. I feel like he should have had an NXT Championship run. I feel like he should have low key been the first NXT. Um, North American champion. The heel dynamic between him and Ricochet's face would have been excellent. I feel that. Uh, I do but that. Even though the matches between Ricochet and Adam Cole were top tier, don't get me wrong. Especially that super kick that Adam Cole did when Ricochet was upside down, top tier. But I just feel like EC3 was wasted. Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson. The Good Brothers, I feel like, are going to go to AEW. I believe that 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 tag division. Yeah, they're trying to. Yeah, they trying, trying to stack it yeah, as it is. It up, yeah. You got Private Party, which I feel like is slept on. Um, you got the Lucha Brothers. You have the Inner Circle. Then you have the Sex Gods, which is the tag team of Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Um, you got some some names there. Then also you got the Young Bucks. Can't forget right. them. You got Kenny Omega and Adam Page. You got that whole elite they're faction. Building, yeah, they're building um, some nice stables over there, bro. The Dark Order is not as bad as everybody says. Yes, what ADEW has been doing with them is terrible, but I feel like the Dark Order is not as bad. And now that they got That's Brody Lee, so now that they got Brody Lee, it's going to, I feel like Brody Lee is going to help actually elevate that stable. That shit just makes me think like how long WWE has neglected the tag division, bro. Bro, and then to be honest, bro, the last time I personally feel like the division, the whole division, yes, sir, was really good for an extended amount of time was probably around um, the latter end of, I guess, what y'all call the ruthless ruthless aggression era around uh, 2009. Ooh, between 2013, maybe. I would have to debate that a little bit. Maybe go back a year or two, so maybe 2008 to 2000. I feel like that's when it was really. 
I feel like I might even have to go back a little. I might have to go to the beginning when you had guys like Kendrick in London, and I, I'll and, give you that. You know, I might have to go. I might have to go back a little bit, a little bit than that. I think the stable, had, the stables the they were making, right? The stables they were making around 2009 were good, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the division was getting beefy. It was more so one-sided. Rated, uh, rated RKO shit. Do you yeah. have like a lot of uh, mushed together tag teams? Like, um, yeah, not have, like legit stables. No, nah. you kind of see that they weren't. They were playing with. Yeah, they was like, you know what? We ain't got nothing to do man. with this guy. We ain't got nothing to do with this guy. So fuck it. Let's right. put him in a tag some team. Let him win the tag team titles and right. Some dark match guys type type shit, man, going on. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I feel like the, the Good Brothers would definitely be a good addition to that tag team, to that to that tag team division. Uh, okay, I can't I can't say I necessarily agree because I don't, I don't have the proper knowledge on the Good Brothers, um, but I think a different work environment could make all the difference in whatever industry you're in. So, from what you've seen of them, would you say that they impress you or? Yeah, I think I think they are talented. I think they are talented. I will say that, but um, I just don't want to go off a rail. I don't want to <clears throat> die on a hill about well, the Good Brothers. Well, look, you a podcaster now, so when you get oh yeah, so it'll be you... some it'll it's, it's some stuff on that list. I'm, 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 I'm that I'm gonna die for, it. and y'all ain't, y'all probably gonna like what <laughs> I got to say about it. If you get a chance, but, go back and watch some of their stuff in New Japan and watch that whole Bully Club era of those two. Bro, see, that's why I'm so mad Chris ain't here, cause man, that's Mister Bully Club. I'm trying to tell you, watch man. that Bully Club era of those. Two. I'm trying to tell you, that's his shit, bro. Y'all can go hours. <laughs> For that shit, man, like, cause this is some shit he didn't already kind of put me on, just, <coughs> you know what I mean, like, with, oh man, like, this is crazy, but what the hell, Leo Rush, fire, I'm, I'm, in, I'm indifferent about Leo Rush, I feel like he's done some very stupid shit, he said, I mean, some very stupid stuff, um, I can't, I can't particularly get on PG right now, wifey's in the, the other room working from home. Uh, so I can't get particularly on PG. Uh, he said some stupid stuff. Um, I feel like he's done some stupid stuff. Like there's a video of him taking um, a power bomb through a table off of the ladder and then popping right back up like a complete no sell. Um, and that's something like when Steve-O did that to Obaka. <laughs> he just kept popping up after the Samoa spike, bro. Like I, I bro, just, lay down, bro. I just, I couldn't. <laughs> I, I can't forgive that. Like I, I just as a wrestling that that wrestling purist side of me, right. I can't forgive that for Leo Rush. Um, that's, that, not, that's that, not how you perform, bro. Hey, y'all y'all working together, man, to put on some some good ish, man. And, and that was like one of your last nights in the company too. Oh yeah, so you really should have been on. Yeah, it's all man. like that's on the same that's level as what Austin Aries did to to. To, to Johnny Impact, John John Morrison in WWE, if y'all don't know, like, hey, I love Morrison, man. They underutilized him, um, like a mug, like. But real. yeah, I think that's why I had to go back a few years because I mean Eminem was a nice stable. They were it's a really nice stable, bro. I'm like, the Molina thing worked, bro. It it, did. it it worked. It super worked. He was a nice performer. He's a nice cruiserweight kind of performer. Mm-hmm. Not almost a high flyer, you know. I mean, that star, that starship, uh, that starship pain is nasty. That, that is nasty, bro. That's, 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 hey, that's nasty. Um, but 
I'm not sure if the, the Jeff Hardy messing up Joey Mercury's face kind of just oh. depleted the stable and kind of just made it bad for Morrison. No, you I, know don't, what I, mean? I, like, I don't think he made it bad for Morrison. What I think at that he time, did, he, he wasn't ready to be a singles a he, singles competitor. He bro, wasn't, but those first couple of IC titles that they decided to give him, I feel like it did help him. Like, you know right. what? Cool. And then, which I feel but like... But they was mistreating the IC at the time. They, so they, they were. It was kind of... The IC's was, been mistreated for a long time. Since, yeah, that's, since, that's a different topic for right. a different, for a different show. That. That, could, that, that could go a whole hour. We can go We can go on about belts on a different episode. Just belts alone. Just, just belts right. along with the mistreatment of, of the belts. Of titles. So. Still going on right now. Yes. Still going on. A la Brock Lesnar. That's a lot still going on. Yeah, uh, again, di- different topics. Man. Yeah, we, man. We that that makes me hot. That makes me hot, man. But um, uh, Leo, man, uh, kind of indifferent as well about that. Uh, <sighs> Who after Leo? We got uh, Kurt Hawkins, Eric, yeah. Eric Young, Heath Slater. Eric Young did good in TNA. They tried to make him the TNA version of Daniel Bryan, where they fucked him up. I mean, where they messed him up. I got, I got to get this together. That's where they messed him up. Um, after that, then WWE started off real again, well in NXT, and brought him up to the main roster and wasted. Wasted. That's right. Uh, Lance Storm. He was uh, like a road agent, which Eric Young, I believe, was also doing a little bit of too, but. So Lance Storm, um, I just count that as like a casualty of of the yeah. of the Roman. Right. That's kind of what I was thinking, man. When when I was talking to y'all off camera about that, a lot mm-hmm. of production back behind the scene guys. Yeah. We got we got Finley on the list, man. Which is another backstage person. Which again, I feel like trainer. Yeah, like uh, I think or he's. You stopped, or you stopped I think he's that. like a road. I think he's also a road agent. Again, don't don't quote me on this because I'm not. I know that, he was training for a minute, yeah. but I don't know if he was doing it that at this moment time. At, that moment at Wrestle or, or at the Royal Rumble when he told Becky Lynch to, to go ahead, like, go ahead and go in the match. Cold. Right. Cold. That's some, hey, cold. Hey, cold. they could have put that together a little better. Bro, him and Becky Lynch together. Him and Becky Lynch together. Hey, bro, I would have went all the way Irish with it, man. Uh, I'm not, I wasn't sure what, what Sheamus was doing Y'all at the time. Y'all was trying to heal Becky Lynch up anyway. A heel Becky Lynch. With Finley as her manager. Let me stop. Let me stop. Hey, that's wild, bro. What was Sheamus on at that time? He was with Cesaro still. He was, doing that he was either time. with Cesaro still or he was hurt. But I believe he was still with Cesaro. That's mean. That's a mean Guinness squad, bro. Even with, even with Finley as valet, bro. Like, y'all know how Finley used to get down. Man, quit playing with him. He is man. an Irishman. He loves Man, some of his best matches was, was, was against, like, uh, William Regal, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like what, bro? bro? Some of, like, the most technical matches, bro, I remember, like, bro, some young, of his bras with William Regal were. They were straight up, like, Irish Glasgow bras, bro. Like, they was, like, almost like bar bras. Finley was so slept on. The thing is, WWE revived his career with the United hey, States Championship. Like, what? William Regal, Finley, Prime, in their prime, and, like, backstage bar bra. Ooh, a lot of. You know what I mean? You, and then you can kind of, if we're going to storyline it, you can play to the nationalities of, of the man. Yeah. But neither one of them are, you know, American. So, yeah. you know, but a lot of, a lot of, they love to fight and they love to drink. 
And you know, uh, but that's cool. Uh, that's just just something I was thinking of on top of my head, man. Who next uh, up? But uh, Shane Helms again backstage. Don't really, don't really phase me. Billy too much. Kidman. Don't really phase me too much. Sean Devari, whose career they also. Mm. You you messed, had, you messed was, up. You had some words on that. You wanna, I did. Um, I was. I mean, because I remember Davari, man. Uh, I think Davari actually might have just been a casualty of the song. Yes, and the Islamic phobia, the real early onset of it, post nine eleven. And they had him with Kali for a little bit. Cause they too. even try to run some crazy storylines with him, bro. Yep. They try to get some nuclear heat, bro. But it was already gonna be nuclear yeah, just anyway. because. And the crazy thing is that man is not Arabian. He's Italian, if I'm not mistaken. He's from like no, he's no, like no. Muhammad Hassan is, is is Italian. Yeah. Like he's not even like. He's not, bro. You see, you know what I mean. Like this. You know WWE, I mean? WWE was on some wild stuff back in the day. That was just like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't they, did they, that to him. They were wild, bro. They you knew wild. it would work. They, they were super wild. They'll try to take your real life and uh, mess, and mess it up with the the, uh, the Matt Hardy. Oh no, no, triangle. no. Hey, bro, we really heard you and Shorty <laughs> broke up. You want to run we, the storyline, bro? We can get the like, matter of fact, that's gonna be one of our like just topics that we talk about, like with the RBD thing. That's going to be one of those things that we just talked about. Matt Hardy and Edge and Lita, that triangle. But who's up next? Real life, bro. Yeah. Um, Scott Armstrong. Mm, okay. Sarah Stock. Uh, okay. And Mike Rotunda. Referee Cole. Right. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Mike Rotunda was the one that like spread it down. No, that was Charles Robinson. Never mind. Wrong people. Continue. Uh, I think that's it. But there might be a few more names since this episode. Sarah, dropped. I heard Sarah Logan was one was one of the names. Okay. Um, that they got Rusev was one of the names. The revival Rusev? got released. Rusev got released. The revival got released. Yeah. Um, right. Eric Rowan got released. Um, it was it was a couple a couple more on there. Um, who else? Who else? What was his name? Damn it, just lost him. Just lost him on top of my head. He was with Rusev Day. Who was the other guy with Rusev Day? He was in the Vaude Villains. Um, I know who I'm talking about. Adrian, no, his name is Adrian. What is his name? I can't think of his name. If y'all know his name, write please, it in the please, comments. Please let, let me know his, please let me know. Be like that, you have uh, a brain fart. Like man. I said, like, I know, I know who I'm trying to say. And y'all know who I'm trying to say. I just can't recall, but. As far as my overall thoughts, though, on these WWE releases, I believe quite a few are going to go to AEW. Like, I want to see Rusev in AEW. I want to see the Good Brothers in AEW. I want to see the Revival in AEW. Um, I, I just, I do, I believe it's going to help. I believe there's a couple of female wrestlers that would do do good over there, you know, add a yellow seasoning on them. Or, hell, even go to the NWA, which is putting out a fantastic product. On um, YouTube, so, they were before the 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 Rona hit. But. So do you? Right, that's what I wanted to get at. Do you believe uh, all of these releases just to be a natural economic issue due to the current state of, I believe, our, of our country? I believe. Um, a or, few, I believe. Or was this was like just on the way anyway for a lot of these? I believe or, quite a few of these people had asked for their release anyway. And because they had already asked for their release, 
and the economic time and the, the way that WWE was trying to push their money and the way that they're restructuring right now, they was like, it just two and two finally added up to four. Like, y'all don't want to be here. We're wasting money on paying y'all. We're trying to restructure anyway because we starting to lose money. Forget it. Let's, let's and then think about the worst thing, bro, that happened to the WWE. It, it didn't happen in the WWE. The, the, the re-inaugural season of the XFL had to stop due to this. And it was Wait. going so well, bro. Which I just It was covered. going so well, bro. I, bro. Like, statistically, people were there at these games. These TV contracts were nice. But to nobody's own fault, not Vince's fault this time. Not like Vince it was, like it was in two thousand one. This was because of Corona. No, right. This is nobody's fault, bro. You know, per se. But Which, by the way, I just actually up, covered man. that on Talking Sports with Wade and Crony. Um, if you hear this and you want to hear a sports show, um, you know, talking about like baseball, basketball, football, stuff like that, definitely go over there and listen. But Check him out. Uh, but yeah, like you that, can't. The, but yeah, you the, can't. The XFL, like that, it, it was some good competition. But you it can't. Was, you it, can't neglect that that had a that back end had an effect on Vince's other ventures, i.e. the WWE. The, the XFL had three years. They had enough money for three years, and then lost all that money quickly. Right. Quickly. Like my thing is, man. I do. I do believe that there is some talent on that list. That was on the way out. Yeah. Um, but a third of that list, or almost half of it, sounds like backstage production. We had a we had a point where there's no fans at these shows. Like, that's, that's, why that's do it. we need an extra? Why do we need Rotunda anymore? We we don't. We, we, you know, it's unfortunate. Like, but but it's, it's just it's the way it is. Right. You know. So it's it, yeah. it's messed up, man. But it could be it could be something something lovely for another brand like AEW. As y'all really could. As y'all see, coronavirus is, is affecting literally everything. Um, but one thing it's not affecting is our ability to, 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 to bring y'all content. We'll be right back here on Black Guys talking about wrestling. When the next thing we talk about is RVD and the money in the bank. I got some <laughs> shit for y'all. So please make sure you stay tuned. It's real to me, damn it. Excuse my language. <laughs> RVD and money in the bank. Um, let's just kind of, first let's let's roll out the story. If again, if right, you're listening to the... if, if you're listening to this, you should know, but if you don't know, we're gonna roll it out for you. So RVD had won the money in the bank around 2007. Eight. Mm. The second one, because mm-hmm. it was Edge, Mr. Kennedy, RVD. But that was wasn't that the second Money in the Bank? It was the third. Okay, all right, okay. Um, so he won it in like 2007, and then after he won the Money in the Bank contract, um, he went on to to cash in that Money in the Bank contract at what was the livest 
the livest wrestling event of all time. I am talking about ECW One Night Stand. 2000. And as a matter of fact, hold on. If you could look that up for me real quick. I, I mean, I mean, it is right. Like, like, was it? I think it was. I, I think it had to be 2007 or 2008. One of those. It's one of those. One of those. Look up the the money. Yeah, say look look it up for me real quick. But when he cashed it in, when he cashed it in, there were signs in that arena that was saying, "If Cena wins, we riot." Yeah. The the heat in that room. Did you find it like when it was? I'm I'm confirming now. Okay. I'm confirming years. But the 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 heat in that room was so like it was so magnetic because ECW, if you do not know what ECW is, stands for Extreme Championship Wrestling. ECW is or was the hypest wrestling society out there. It was hardcore, it was fast paced, you had technical ability, you just had sex, you had violence, you had it all just wrapped up in this bundle. And Paul Heyman, the genius that he is, was able to pull so much out of so little. Like, Paul Heyman has my utmost respect ever in the business because of that. He's able to talk, he's able to book, he's able to promote, Paul Hamer is definitely oh, yeah, a triple threat. He, he, he's a, he's yeah, a triple he's threat. Man. Yeah, it's just like that That night was absolutely amazing. Um, one second for a sip of water. That night was so amazing. Um, that, uh, let me see, what else? What else happened that night? Um, yeah, so Cena came in, and the thing about Cena that night was Cena was basically a heel. It was 2006. And so RBD won his money in the bank in 2005 then? Did I I, I jump years ahead? I thought money in the bank came out in 05. Again, I may may have had those those dates mixed up, but it was was one night stand 06. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Okay, so... The one you're referring to for sure. Yes. Yeah, so you see that being one night stand 06. Just do you have the, the, the card up? Can, can you look for the card so we can for that, just, for that uh yes. Yep, I got you. Give me a second. That's just um, I just wanna read I just want him to read this card to you. And it may not sound a lot, but the way I'm just gonna do it again a quick breakdown of this. So I mean I'm building up the hype. I'm building this up for a particular reason. So that's the reason why I need this card. Yeah, I got you, bro. Yeah, it's definitely um, um, one night stand, two thousand six. Damn, I can't believe we're that far off. Like, I yeah. feel like Money in the Bank was a little bit. I, 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 I don't know. I wanted to say like oh seven. Or that's something. what I'm like, saying. Like, I thought yeah, it was. Maybe, but I guess Money in the Bank older was, than we think. Bro. Money in the Bank was in 03 then, so that was oh three. Kennedy had to win in oh four, but that doesn't even make. I'm so confused, uh, bro. Uh, we got the uh the mandela effect bro we have having me mandela effect right now because i know edge wanted then kennedy wanted then edge beat kennedy for it and then edge recashed it in and then after that rbd won um damn bro now that i know of top of my now that i know as a certainty it's just the years of when this took down 
uh, is, is escaping me right now. Yeah, um, I was trying to use this app, but it's sad. <laughs> I'm usually not this no, sad with no, no, you know, what you're, I'm looking at. You're fine, bro. But yeah, just like the, the, the magnetism of that night is, is something that you can only really understand if you, one, watch it. Two, if you if you were there, if you were just there, but he's about to read the cards. Okay, so this is a this is a one night stand 2006 match card uh, in order uh, from Dark to main, main event. Taz versus Jerry Lawler. Fire. Uh, Taz won by submission. That was 30, 35 second match. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> Taz misses him like that. Uh, Kurt Angle defeats Randy Orton by submission in a 15-minute singles match. Yep. Uh, the FBI, which was Lil Guido and uh, Tony Maluke. So that's... Maluke. Yeah, so that's... Um, Lil Guido is Nunzio in the WWE. Okay. Um, and I think Tony Mamaluke, I believe that's um, Vito. Vito? Oh, yeah. yeah. OB. Oh, man, that's crazy. I've heard that name in a minute. <laughs> he used to be wilding, but they had Vito on some they, I don't know they, what they know what they want to do with Vito. They know what they want. They did him dirty. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, but they ended up defeating Super Crazy and Tajiri, which Ooh. sounds like a mean stable. A mean upset, though. Yeah. Uh, no belts on the line. Twelve minute match. Mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio champion uh, versus Sabu in a no uh, no contest. Because so this match, Rey Mysterio and Sabu, when I say. They were throwing their bodies around. It was tables being broken. You saw Rey Mysterio truly in, in, in his old ECW roots. He was out there with, look this, I'm telling, keep going. You're, the flames are building, keep going. That's crazy. That blows me, bro, because, man, Sabu's that guy. Rey, Rey was that guy. And Rey was that guy at that time. Keep going. He was legendary he by was that the time. He was right. champion at the time. That's what I'm saying. By that time, he was that guy. Uh, then you had up next uh, Edge, Lita, Mick Foley, uh, Beulah McGillicuddy, Terry Funk, mm-hmm. and Tommy Jimmer mm-hmm. in an intergender extreme rules match that went on for 19 minutes. Bro. And it was just basically... Sound, it sounds fire. It was everybody just fighting. It was a whole... Right, it sounds fire. Then you had Balls Mahoney defeat uh, Tanaka. Which was... Heavy. If you are not in the heavy chair shots, if you're not into Masato Tanaka, is somebody that will drop you on your neck. He will drop you on your neck. So you have to. You better have a strong neck. Messing with Masato Tanaka. Yeah, I bet Sabu's all about it. <laughs> uh, then we got our main event. Rob Van Dam cashing in. So let me set the scene. So look, John right? Cena and the in the main event. John Cena walks in with the belt above his head, hat down. Walking down the entrance, just everybody, everybody saying F you Cena, uh, Cena. That's where like the F you Cena, the Cena sucks. That's where Gordon went. No, no, that was that was in Philly. This was in Philly. This was in no. the old ECW arena. This was in Philly, bro. This was in the Hammerstein Ballroom in Mer- in in Manhattan in New York. What? I thought that was in Philly. Uh, not this 2006 one. That 2006 oh, that was the Hammerstein. Yeah. Okay, so again, again, yeah. excuse me, excuse me. That's why I that's why I always say, don't take me as direct quotes. But um, 
but it was just F you Cena, um, Cena sucks, sucks penis. Um, it, it was so much vulgar language thrown. Like there's even a clip show of the stuff that that was said to Cena. So Cena was like the heel coming came in. When RVD came down the ramp, it was a, the, one of the biggest pops you will ever hear. The match started, it was table, Cena was at his most hardcore and was basically playing heel to the crowd. Right. It was signs, like I said, in the crowd that says, if Cena wins, we riot. Everybody was just like, if, if, if Cena wins this match, none of y'all are gonna make it out of here. That, that was the, that was the, 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 the atmosphere of right. that night. If Cena wins this match, Y'all better hurry up and run. Like y'all better on some Montreal screw job type. Y'all better get out of here fast, right. bro. That's crazy. Uh, so the match went on. A surprise appearance by a guy in a biker helmet who turned out to be Edge. Edge speared Cena. Uh, I believe he speared him through a table. Rob Van Dam hit the the five star frog splash. One, two, three. We have a new WWE champion. And that same, and not that same night, but the following night when ECW, ECW got revitalized because ECW had gotten canceled yeah. way back in like the early 2000s. Yeah. On the first night that um, ECW was revitalized, Paul Heyman awarded Rob Van Dam the, the newly rechristened ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Now, Rob Van Dam was the only person in history to hold the ECW and WWE Championship at the same time. He unified them joints. He unified them joints. You're not supposed to do that, bro. He's the only person in history to hold both of those championships at the same time. That's dope, bro. Now, you see how I built all that up to this rise and peak, right? You're thinking from this point, he got both these titles. He about to take off. He about to lead ECW to, to, to a brighter future. He about to lead WWE to a brighter future. They finally gave him the chance. They finally believe in this guy. Not too long after that episode of ECW, Rob Van Dam gets pulled over in the car with Sabu. Yeah. And when they get pulled over, <coughs> they smell marijuana. And when they smell marijuana, they not only get it on tape, he not only says, I'm Rob Van Dam, I'm the WWE champion. Oh my God. It got back to Vince. No more than, I would say a month or two later, if that, Rob Van Dam lost the ECW championship to the Big Show and then lost the WWE championship to Edge. And was nowhere close to the title picture and close to the potential that he had ever again. He went to TNA, he won the World Heavyweight Championship there, then he won it, got hurt by this stupid so much so I mean and this was in 2006 though so you know so much I know weed is a little bit a little bit different now so much wasted potential because I think now if I wasn't mistaken on the the XFL man that they 
they weren't testing for cannabis like that. I don't it, think they, they were. Yeah, they were. They raised the level like way high. Yes, kind sir. of like that's what happened in the new CBA, I think, with the NFL. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. Like especially with guys like Josh Gordon and you know like some talent. That's another story. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, it's it's crazy, man. Like he kind of he kind of wrecked his own career. Man, you know, because Vince, because Vince, because Vince is very vindictive. I mean, you can go all the way back to the curtain call. Like Stone Cold, Stone Cold would not have the career that he has if Triple H did not hug them people. Like he gonna piss the people. Like he had to. He couldn't do Sean. Like he couldn't punish Sean right now. I, I can't. I can't do that. That's not good for business. But you. I got another plan for you, Hunter. Like, you know what I mean? And, yeah. Um, and then you said something about one of the loudest pops. In that era, man, when Stone Cold came back from that injury from, uh, who was that? Uh, Owen Hart, I think, broke his neck. And that glass just shattered. Oh, like, my God. Man, yeah. Man. Like, it was like when The Rock would come back at random times. No, the, loud, like, the loudest that pop. That one was nasty. The man. loudest pop I ever heard in the most chilling pop I ever heard um, was when Eddie Guerrero won the WWE Championship. When I say the chills that went down my body from the sound that came. Was that JBL match? No, that was, uh, was it against JBL? No, he jumped off the steel kicks? No, it was against Rock Lesnar. Okay, yeah. When with Goldberg speared Lesnar. Ah, uh, yeah, he rolled him up? Huh? He, did he roll him up? No, no, he did no. Like, because first what happened, Eddie Guerrero um, hit him with the WWE Championship, tried to pin him, won enough. Um, Goldberg came in, because him and Lesnar already had beef. Right. Um, speared him. Then, um, after he speared him, uh, went to the top row, five-star frog splash, boom, one, two, three. Uh, again, and if, I, if, I have, if I have the order that, I know those are the elements. Like, it was a, a title shot um, to the face. I remember Goldberg speared him. It was a frog splash. He, he pinned him fair. He, he pinned his ass, though. Um, but... Eddie Guerrero like hugged his mama, like hugged yeah. his dad, like had the Mexican flag in one hand, had the WWE Championship in one hand, Viva La Raza, my nigga, like. That's how I feel about Benoit at uh, WrestleMania 20, man. Like, bro, like that's that. probably my favorite match, bro. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I'm still a Benoit fan, man. It's probably one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, one of the greatest technicians of all time, bro. Bro, favorite um, match, CM Punk Cena in Chicago. I wish I was there. I was 30 minutes away. I was 45 minutes away from the fucking United Center. I was 45 minutes away from the United Center. That's and so I'm, crazy, bro. I was 45 minutes away from where that went down. I watched that on, I watched that as that went down. Man. Like, that's still my favorite match, man. The, tri- the triple threat match between Triple H, Benoit, HBK for the title. If Benoit is up, uh, he is up reversing uh, Triple H's pedigree because Sean exits the ring with a missed kick. You know how that sets up to leave them both in the ring, him and H. And uh, uh, H-, H was getting the better of him. A few spine busters. Looked like he was going for that pedigree. Mean reversal. Uh, H got close to the ropes. He still had the crippler cross face locked in and rolled like 360 rolled 
towards the middle. Like it was a crazy. Like he didn't let up. Like he didn't. He never let go. And they both rolled together. It was like some of the craziest. Like, tech, right. Like he was. He was really close to the rope. But he like he didn't like. You know how most people will let their holds go yeah. to drag you back, and then I'll put you in a sharpshooter instead of moving you. No. Nope. No. Nope, he. Benoit took the took the, the step over Toho crossface and rolled with it and Nick. and yeah it was over bro and it was his first one bro and then that's when Eddie came out and they hugged yeah, they, they just spoke and bro me. I cried bro bro, like, bro, like bro. I, that was like a moment bro it was oh. like that's crazy man cause What's that's that's Triple something we're gonna get into later Triple H made a horrible outfit change tonight though the all white Triple H I'm glad you never, I'm glad you never did it again that bro you, yeah. you you and you and the all white Triple H it did not work sir the, 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 all, the all white wasn't for you that's crazy bro <laughs> the all you white like, the all white wasn't for like you bro. love bro you look crazy <laughs> the bro the all white wasn't for you uh, but something that is for you is black guys talking about wrestling and the reason why we're able to produce this content for you all is because of our sponsor the anchor app so what we're going to go ahead and do is hear a word from our sponsor and we'll be right back with you on black guys talking about wrestling talking about wrestling So we are back on Black Guys Talking About Wrestling. Again, we have three other co-hosts that could not be here today. Um, even though we're able to do a podcast, again, even though it's Corona going on right now, we, we, we're all essential workers. So we all have, you know, times and places that we have to be there. Again, there'll be some episodes that are uploaded that I might not even be on. I'll just, you know, get the footage to be the one edge of it. That's really it. Uh, but the next thing that we're going to talk about, um, after coming off of RBD and his wasted potential, especially around that money in the bank time, is money in the bank. Um, if you could, sir, pull up the card for the current money in the bank. We'll talk about it a little bit and just kind of give our thoughts. Uh, we don't know if this is the, this. I don't believe this is the, the final, final card yet. Because um, it's still, I believe, a couple of days before before WrestleMania. I said before WrestleMania. It's still a couple of days before Money in the Bank. Like a, yeah, uh, the May, May 10th. Yeah, Money Bank's in May. So, yeah, we still we still got a minute. So, this is not the final card. But this is just our thoughts on what, or like what the state of the card is. And just some thoughts on, on Money in the Bank. Because they're talking about doing the Money in the Bank ladder match to the point where you like fight up to the roof and then it, it, it's some 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 shit so it's, 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 some it's only five it's only five matches um like i said may 10th so so we'll go one by one so let's let's talk about the first one uh okay uh we got uh shana baszler mm-hmm. and asuka asaka oh asuka asuka yeah uh, versus uh, Nia Jax versus uh, Dana Brooke versus Lacey Evans Ooh. or Sasha Banks. I don't know what the or is about. Uh, is this the women's Money in the Bank ladder match? I believe so, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, so they still right have that match to see who, who. Right, versus one more contender okay. who has not been uh, determined yet. 
So, so the people that we have confirmed are Shayna Baszler, Oscar, Oscar Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Dana Brooke, and Lacey Evans or Sasha Banks. I mean, and I think Sasha gonna get that nod. I think so. Yeah, and then one more person after that—that's TBA. Yeah. Okay. So out of the people that we have, so as a matter of fact, so out of Shayna, Nia, Sasha. Dana, and I feel like I'm still missing one. Oscar. Yes, yeah, Oscar, so Oscar, Oscar, Shayna, Nia, Dana. Huh? Oscar deserves that. You think Oscar Oscar deserves that one? I think they should give it to Shayna. Like, I feel like Shayna Baszler should have won at WrestleMania. The fact that they let Becky Lynch win at WrestleMania was stupid. They should have let they should have let Shayna Baszler win. Um, any fight me. <laughs> fight me because that's a hot take like that's a bad hot me. take um I Shayna Baszler should have won the WWE is stupid um for for not allowing them for not for, for that booking decision was I, just was just dull I just say dull. that because I think Oscar's career or time at the WWE is already looking really short uh how, how, how they've been, how they been like how they've been moving her around bro it's been and she gets a lot of pop, bro. Like yeah. I'm not understanding why you wouldn't. What trust do you not have in this talent? She she's um, she's literally one championship away from completing the the WWE Women's Grand, Grand Slam. Yeah, the Grand Slam. Yeah, right. she's she, she's she's won the tag title. She's won the SmackDown Championship. She's won the NXT Women's Championship. Give her that Raw boy. With the, with the diva joint? No, no, the diva joint is out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 diva, the diva joint is out of here. That belt was ugly, yeah, bro. They, the they, did the belt, they did the belt. The, 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 criteria, the criteria to win the women's grand slam, if y'all don't know, there's a women's grand slam, and then there's a tag team triple crown. Um, the women's grand slam is the Raw Women's Championship, the SmackDown Women's Championship, the Dick, the Women's Tag Team Championships, and the NXT Women's Championship. You have to win all four of those to win to be the Grand Slam champion, to be a Women's Grand Slam champion in WWE. So far, the only person to do it, I believe, um, was Bailey. I believe Bailey was the only one. Um, Sasha Banks could be doing it very soon if they right. let the Bailey Sasha Banks storyline actually kick off. Um, and then as far as the tag team triple crown, uh, the only people to do it has been the Revival. They've been the only tag team to win the NXT Tag Team Championships, the Raw and the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Wow. Just some, some knowledge. So it's, yeah, I think. I think personally, man, uh, I, I would like to see Oscar get that contract, man. I'm going uh, Shane on that one. Or I might, I'm on this a hot take, my Jax. Around that fucking briefcase, man. Excuse my language, that that, that briefcase, man. It'll be very intimidating for a while. It'll be very. It's some good. There's some good story potential in that. It man. could be like a uh, female. Trying wrong. to put that back on on Sasha. That's over with. I'm not even. You not doing it anymore. And we're not playing with you no more because you you be wilding. You be big wilding. Yeah, y'all. You be on Twitter talking crazy. Like I don't. I cannot trust you with this paper before I trust you with this belt. I don't. I'm not sure. Uh, Nia Jax has been consistent, but she's been low key. Lesnar, like on some Lesnar ish, bro. Like hurting people. Not sure if it's intentional, but too stiff. 
So I don't know if that's the champion you want. But it seems like I've seen how y'all move with Lesnar, bro. I've seen y'all do it. I've seen y'all, so y'all might do it the same way. I see. I've seen y'all do it before. I've seen y'all have a champion who has squash matches, who wrestles with a belt that he'll hold for nearly 440 days and only wrestle three times a year. Like, that's that's insane to me, bro. And y'all keep dropping world championships like, on that's Goldberg. That's insane. Y'all keep me. dropping championships on, on Goldberg. Think about this. Goldberg Nobody is getting over, man. Goldberg is a three-time world, is a four-time world champion. He won the WCW championship once. He won the World Heavyweight Championship once, and he man, he was won. just juking cars on TV. And he, like, and he won week. the Universal Championship twice, and he held the Universal Championship for about a month apiece, long enough to to pass it on to whoever they think Goldberg can give the rub to. Goldberg is still Goldberg, but enough, man. Build some new goddamn stars. Fuck. Right, I mean, bro. I'm I mean, sorry. I'm my, sorry. I keep, I keep my thing is, man, they use the nostalgic talent. They always use wrong, bro. They use it so wrong. Horribly. Uh, and I hate Horribly. I hate that. I love seeing them, but I hate how they're utilized. It's like that, <laughs> that what they call that old band match. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Crown Royal yeah. match, <laughs> the old man match, like come on, bro. That's like some uh, some stuff on our deathbed, man. We got um, Daniel Bryan versus Rey Mysterio versus Aleister Black versus Apollo Cruz versus uh, Drew Gulak uh, or King Corbin versus AJ Styles uh-huh. in the male Money in the Bank. So I think that. Out of this list, I would be going with the person I actually want to win this. I want Aleister Black to win it. If not, if not, I like that. I'm so glad you didn't say AJ Styles. I'm so glad you didn't say. I want Aleister. I want Aleister Black to win this. Because how many times we gonna go that route? Like, I just just give it. Hasn't he won one already? The Money in the Bank? No. Are you sure? Yeah. AJ Styles? Oh, you said AJ Styles? Yeah, AJ Styles. He's won one. Say click on him. Wait, click on the. I had to, yeah, I had to find that out. But I think he's been there before, man. Like, it, okay, so that's what I'm getting at. That's my whole point. Whether he's wanted or not, I believe he's been there before. He's great talent. Yeah. He don't need to be put over like that right he now. He don't. He don't. He gets it right now. And he don't need that. Everybody says Alistair you can Black have a, is a good idea. Everybody says with AJ Styles, he can have Daniel a four star match He with with Daniel Bryan. They don't need it. You don't they need don't to need do that. that. I don't believe you need to do that, bro. Give it to like Apollo. Give it to Drew Gulak. Give it back. He might it. not even be in the match. Yeah. Like King Corbin, I'm going to say, say, or give it back to Baron Corbin because Baron, y'all, y'all messed it up with him. So, well, matter of fact, no, no. Y'all, y'all didn't mess it up. No. He was talking too much. He did that to himself. But still. Let's go Aleister Black or Aleister Apollo, Black. Apollo Cruz. I'm, I'm going man. Aleister Black. Like, I think that's just, that's a strong move. And I'm trying to think business-wise and I'm trying to think uh, with the fans. Like, Ray and Daniel Bryan don't need that. They go. Um, I think Black and Cruz are good candidates. Uh, Drew Gulak might not even be in the match. Yo. Giving it back to Baron Corbin might be an okay idea. Mm. We're not necessarily sure. But AJ Styles, super don't need it. He don't. I don't need it. <laughs> I'm just a good performer. I think I'll blend well with, with a few of these technicians, bro, uh, in here. So, I love that, that damn forearm. It's not all that to me. I'm sleep. But uh, whatever. Uh, then we got uh, Braun Strowman uh, currently holding the belt versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, 
and I noticed I said Bray Wyatt. Um, there's no thing. There's no thing behind there's it. There's no nope. So that could be on some some Finn Balor demon type stuff. Like it, no, when, it, de- when, it when, definitely when they, is. When they don't say it, yeah. When I say know, like it, de- it definitely is. Single match for the Universal. So um, look, um, I, 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 the storyline here, I get. Braun Strowman used to be in the Wyatt family. Mm-hmm. It the storyline pretty right. much writes itself. You just have to be able to coordinate it correctly. Um, so in this particular match, I but I would like to see Braun Strowman continue to go. I feel like at this point, um, he he's he's a triple crown champion now. Shout out to Braun Strowman. Um, two-time Raw Tag Team Champion, former Intercontinental Champion, and now Universal Champion. Oh, he held that tag belt too. With that twice. Kiss. Yeah. With that kid. Yes, yes, yes. yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. One, one time with Seth Rollins. In the history, and my man Nicholas. Yes, Nicholas and Seth Rollins. Um, <laughs> and so, but yeah, man, let 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 Strowman, because y'all gonna y'all about to give it to Reigns. When, oh, when, when, when the coronavirus pop again, or like when it when it don't pop again, when it when it dies down officially, or like you know for good, um, y'all gonna give it to Reigns. So just but, let but let Strowman hold it up until that point. Um, so I, I have a question, yeah. Uh, but I also something that we kind of both were talking about mm-hmm. was there was no fiend to act on this. Now I'm thinking they don't want to oversaturate it. Mm. Uh, I'm thinking that's not the way that they're moving with that persona is almost like a TI versus TIP kind of thing, like a different set of matches, yeah, like different like, storyline, like 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 my psychotic self can take it. Like mm-hmm. I'm on, I got this going on with this over here, and I got me, fun guy Bray. At the Funhouse going on with this over here, and, I, and it's kind of working, man. It's kind of working. That Firefly Funhouse match, uh, I, I have mixed feelings about it. Not that I think it was bad another, at all. That's another episode. Yeah, we, we, we could talk about some really good matches, some yeah. mediocre but memorable matches, yeah. and just some. What the? Fuck? I mean, some right. Some, I ain't want to say it. I some know, some, some WTFs. Right. It's like, come on, man. Um, Matter of fact, we might turn that into a segment down the line. But you think you think you think Strowman should just keep that? Mm-hmm. So what's what's Bray got right now? Um, fill me in. I mean, I mean, like, is he holding anything? No, 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 no. no. When, was, when was his last hold? That the Universal Championship was his last championship. Who did he lose it to? Goldberg, and then Strowman beat Goldberg last at WrestleMania. Yep. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, like he, oh, it's, it's, again, you he know just, how they work, man. He, he just dropped it. Just let us start. Just let. But they, they are some bro. Just let Strowman get some time. That's all I'm asking. These dudes, like, I feel like WWE got this like five second rule with these belts, man. They just be like, whoops. All right, right. who you got? Whoop. On that match, yeah. who I have, who mm-hmm. I want. Yeah. I look. You want? Uh, I want. I want Bray. To have that. Okay. I, I think that because kind of what I was saying, mm-hmm. if we go take the storyline and diverge it all the way mm-hmm. around, might as well go ahead and just. That man, when the fiend gets 
I felt he can unify with the universal title <laughs> as my crazy split type self. You know what I mean? That's hey, that's mean to me. That'd be a little mean. That'd be a little mean. Now you could drop it, you know, Monday night or whatever. But but it's a little, it's a, it's a, it's a storyline, man. That's a. And then maybe they're not just they're not focusing on the feed right now because this this is going to be one of their first events that's going to be at the headquarters, like because yeah, I think the first event, right? They can't work anywhere. Matches, I mean, not matches. They've had segments there. Like when, when Brock Lesnar broke into Triple H's office and Yeah, I believe this is gonna be the first time that they couldn't like they well, can't man, do yeah. they can't get a venue. Um but there's really no need to get a venue because we're not we having undocumented people here. Exactly. Um next matchup, uh I would like to see Bray win that though, man. Okay. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Hey, quick 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 switch, like that that fast, like here's strong when you here strong when you got this taste real quick. Yeah, but they've been doing him like that for a while, so I wouldn't be I wouldn't be Said. No, because it could. What are they doing right now? What do you mean? They're facing who? Braun Strowman. The Fiend or Bray Wyatt? No, uh, Braun Strowman. What are you talking about with Braun Strowman? Like he, is he, is he oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right now, right now he's a face. He because I mean he, I know he's, he's done like, both several times. Yeah, like right now, right now he's a face. He he's okay. out here giving like promos and I'm happy that I won this and this is my okay. Dream. Well, yeah, I think an immediate drop is going to cause a piss off, uh, <laughs> which could reignite some old flames for Hill Strowman, Squash Strowman, uh, which could be nice. Okay. So. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I think it'd be a good match. I expect that match to probably go. That's the third match of five. That probably will go 15, 15 minutes. All right. What's uh, up, Bailey currently holding the belt against Tamina for the belt. SmackDown Women's Championship. All right, look, this is gonna be a hot take. Don't don't make me feel crazy, right? I believe that. I low-key want to see Tamina winning. I know that may sound crazy. Tamina low-key is vanilla ice cream, but she's been in a company for a while. Y'all wouldn't give her and Nia Jax the Women's Tag Team Championships. I feel like y'all low-key should've. You're not even telling Um, these people who she is, bro. Tamina is the daughter of Jimmy Snooker. so Tamina, Tamina has a family pedigree, but like right. as far as her working style, Tamina is very vanilla in a sense. Like she, she, she's not. Well, they don't give her that much opportunity to talk to what she does. She doesn't use it wisely. Like she's not good off the script. Um, but in her matches aren't particularly the most exciting matches in the world either. But again, if she's you said her, all of that same stuff about Bailey too, bro. Yeah. And like, but, wrong. but the thing is Bailey can work and I feel like I, I, I enjoy Bailey's Bailey's work, but yeah, like I, especially I enjoy heel Bailey more than face yeah, Bailey. I agree. Heel Bailey I feel like yeah. has a little bit of like a, a whiny edge. Like, oh I should be you should be loving me, but you hate me. I'm better than you. Like, okay right. Bailey, you low key are, but you know Take that. I feel um, but yeah, I feel like Tamina, Tamina should 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 win this. Um, um, I would like to see Tamina hold the belt, um, but this is gonna be bad. Really, realistically, I don't, I, I don't expect a title change. This is gonna be bad. I just don't expect a title change. Like you said, when you got when you put a strap on somebody who is as bland as paper, 
It might be the perfect time to do it. Mm-hmm. No fans and all that. It might be perfect time to shut you up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> to be honest with you. Hey, don't say we ain't give you one. Hey, look. Here, you know, take, take, right. this, take this opportunity. Yeah, hold it up to the, you know, the nobody's out there. I'm going to so, say, they're they going to back in a couple days anyway. You're fine. You know how that goes. Like, the post-pay-per-view hangover. They just, let me get that belt back. Let me get that real quick. Right, let me get that back. I just had a contract. I said I'd give it to you. I'm going to need it back. Um, then we got the uh, the last match on the card, singles match for the WWE Championship between Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins. Drew, they just gave it to Drew. Um, Drew deserves it. I agree. With um, that. So yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely on the Drew train with that one. I'm, like no, no, no doubt about that one. I'm buying on like Seth Rollins. He's a, he's a tool, bro. He acts like a tool. He acts like. What he acts like Triple H on Twitter, like like Blue Blood Triple H, like Hunter Hearst uh, Hemsley, like talks down about AEW, like stuff you don't really have to do off the clock, and it makes me it's it's like it irritates you. It does irritate me because I wonder if you're doing it like to be like, hey, look at me, boss, like yeah, I'm, I'm hating on them too, or oh yeah, we're all super duper WWE to the death of me kind of vibe, and it's. He gave me like this aura is just so weird about him. As a performer, I can't take nothing away from him. Like, but it's just a vibe I get from Seth Rollins, bro. Um, even just in since this year alone, just look at like how he tweets about other stuff and the stuff he decides to react to mm-hmm. instead of his actual fans who like him. Because I'm not one of them. Right. But if I say something to him and I say, hey, hey, that means better, he's gonna spend 20 minutes telling my random self. Why, why not? Like, why are you doing that? Like, I don't know. It just it kind of says a lot to me about a person, you know, when you act like that. I got you. So, but um, outside of that, you know, great performer. Uh, McIntyre needs to keep that. Okay. Need to keep that, and that's your final match, bro. It needs not to be a changeover. I see. Um, partially. Uh, so, coming off of Money in the Bank, the next thing that we're going to get to on Black Guys Talk About Wrestling, our final topic, is going to be the Dark Side of the Ring specials. Um, we're going to give our thoughts on the ones that we've seen. He said that he's seen them all. I've only seen a select few. Uh, so, we're going to give our, our thoughts on that, and we'll be right back here with you on Black Guys Talk About Wrestling. God dang, wrestling. So we're back here with our um, finale, in a sense, for the first episode of Black Guys Talking About Wrestling. Wrestling. The Dark Side of the Ring specials. I've seen the Eddie Guerrero special. I've seen the Chris Benoit special. I've also seen parts of the Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth special. But I kind of really know that story somewhat in a nutshell. Devon Eric's, I know that one. Um, I, I watched the Behind the Titan Tron on that one. Uh, so those are those are better. Uh, personally, uh, that's something we can talk about because uh, Vice is doing a really good job of this. But if you're not familiar with like WrestleMania's uh, Behind the Titan Tron series, they take a lot of the controversial excuse me 
controversial moments mm-hmm. uh, in wrestling history, not just WWE history, and talk about them from the uh, steroid scandal, uh, Brody's death in that in that bathroom or locker room, you name it, man. They about Which was another the dark side of the ring segment. Right, I haven't even seen that one. So it seems like they're just doing, they're just taking from that YouTube from other creators, but they're paying guys like Jimmy Hart, uh, the fine, uh, one of the, the last fine Eric or uh, Bambi who was one of Fabulous Moolah's compound trainers on that compound and uh, you know whatever uh, but she didn't do that she didn't do none of that she didn't do any of that stuff uh, he gave you really do you think he touched them kids I don't, I don't, like, I don't, no, she, I don't no. think Fabulous Moolah did any of that stuff bro she deserved that and they took her name off of that and that's focus you think, you think Moolah really did it I don't think she did any of that what? I don't think she did any of that, bro. Especially he, after, he was, after was, watching was, the dark. Have you seen that episode? The nah, Dark Side of the Ring. Nah. Have you? The what? women. The women were. They, they talked to f- at least four women. They said, "No, nah, that didn't happen." None of them admitted to being pimped out or feeling pimped out in any way. So the ones that you found or grabbed, it was a hundred percent. She didn't do that. I'm gonna say there was there was she a didn't black, do that there was a black you. woman named Sweet Georgia Brown. Right, but she's she's I think she passed. She wasn't yeah. on that. No, she wasn't. Know. She wasn't. So now if that now that's a little different. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's that's very unfortunate. That, that, that's crossing a couple that's, lines. That's there. that's I agree. That's very different. But I don't believe that it was the way that it circulated. It. Because they put the sweet Georgia Brown shit on there too, on that dark side of the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm familiar with that. But segregation, but at the time she would stand up for in the bar. Right. Uh, I mean, she seemed to have her back, but then that other chick, Queen Victoria, broke her neck and she kicked her out. She kicked her out, bro. She was useless. Like, yeah. she was useless. So that's kind of that stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, Moolah, I ain't going to say everything that Moolah did was I all the way square with square. Baby. I ain't say that, but y'all act like. She just pimping everybody out. Nah, she was about her bread, bro. Like, now she wrestling. Now she was, was like Hogan. Too. She was like Hogan, bro. And she ain't put nobody over, but she was scared, bro. She was too scared for what's next for me. That personal. Yeah. She had an existential crisis, bro. And she held that women's belt. Women's belt. Women's wrestling could be so much further from where it's it's in a great space right now. Yeah. But it could have been 20, 39 years further if Fabulous Moolah would have not been hogging all the belt, bro. Just hogging all the belt. She was like, she's like, I'll take this quick 10-year reign and then retire and then come back and still be the champion. It happens like that. What the hell is that, bro? That's some bullshit, bro. And I mean and, and we're talking about, you know, and on that episode of Dark Side of the Ring, there were women discussing uh, how they just remember looking up to her, man. Like, because she was the one to look up to. Who, what other woman were you looking at? Mildred Burt in the 20s? She was cold. She was cold. She was, she was, she had the, she had the physique that Vince would have loved. You know what I mean? Like an Olympian, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Strap. Like, strap, bro. And could wrestle. There's footage. There's plenty of footage out there. Um, Moolah, not quite the looker. One of the best female talkers, but not quite the looker. Uh, I, I would say it's been, it was a couple of pictures of Moolah, though. But like, she, wasn't she wasn't wrestling. She wasn't wrestling. She was a valet. She was, she was right. A, she, okay. Right. That's more, more so what I mean. And I think, I hate to say it, it plays into it. 
how you look plays into it. It does. We're not at a stage, we're getting there, mm-hmm. where talent and pop or whatever should de- really define your champion, not the physique, not the Kurt Angles, not the, the Triple H's, not the... So, so that's the, what I'm saying. So, like, so speaking of, as far as physiques, the dark side of the ring, uh, one of the more... I wouldn't say controversial, but one of the more harder to watch dark side of the rings that came out recently was the Chris Benoit. Um, the Chris, the Chris Benoit dark side of the ring. Uh, and, yeah, it was hard for um, me too, bro. Like that's, that's still my favorite wrestler. Like to my, this my, day. the one that was extremely hard for me to watch was the Eddie Guerrero one. Like I literally started watching it, and then like fifteen minutes in, I had to pause, and it was like, yeah, I'll come back. I'll come back to that a different, like a different day. I'm not, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. I, I'll come I back you. in. Like, and then I, I eventually finished it and then I watched the Chris Benoit one and I'm just Let you like, finish that one? Chris Benoit? Mm-hmm. How'd you feel about it? Let me, hold on, before that, before you answer that, bro, I just want to say that, like I said, Chris Benoit is still, it's still my favorite, he's good. It's still my favorite wrestler, man. Um, the stuff he did, I think really, for one, it's a really good episode because they went to the medical perspective of it, man. And I don't think that stuff was as intentional as he was messed up. As he, he, he was messed up, literally head. messed up, bro. And then after people Eddie like, passed, it messed him up uh, even more. Who was it? Harley Race and all the people telling him like, "Don't, don't do, do that hair move, man. Do hair you can't pull it the way that you can pull other moves. Like that, that move actually that takes Matt is a." I don't want to slam the table, but yeah. you know it's a mat. It's not no pillow top yeah, like that, mattress. That, like that, it's that, not no kid shit. That like, move actually takes a toll on your body doing it. Like well, not like other moves don't because Hulk Hogan's leg drop has He got, cannot sit straight. If you see an x-ray of Hulk Hogan's like tailbone, you can tell that he's been doing something with one leg. And you don't know if you if you've never met the man in your life mm-hmm. and you're his doctor and you look at it, it's like a like he, Mad shift, and that's why like, he was slamming his damn legs into the mat for those. Which is also a stupid ass finisher. It's mad stupid. But it was it was the the seventies and eighties. But it was stupid. That means you can't wrestle. His his charisma got him over. I keep saying right. his charisma his, got that proud to be American shit like all that bullshit that madness shit he was doing. Bro, that's what com- coming like, out to Boone and Child that's what Hendrix. Right, that's what sold with Lex. That's how it was a lot of this Americanized. Hacksaw Jim Duggan ass guys, you know what I mean? Um, and uh, but that episode of Dark Side of the Ring, bro. Um, I also got the chance to meet Chris Benoit in Orlando while I was a little younger. Um, this might have been oh five, oh six, so wow. like right before he died. I don't, I don't want to say I got an autograph from nothing, but uh, it was definitely him. Uh, he spoke to me. I spoke to him. I left it alone. I wasn't like, yeah. like, right. We were, we were, uh, we were at this, uh, this condo. My brother was renting out. We were in Orlando for like a few weeks, and we were at this like big ass pool, man. And like everybody was there. Probably other people I didn't recognize. Who knows? I don't know. But I knew this guy for sure. This little short, stout, stiff-looking guy with the neck thing. I know this one. Who's this guy? Who's this guy? And then I placed it. <laughs> Then I asked him, yeah, yeah. I just spoke to him and I left him alone. And, um, you know, um, favorite wrestler, man. Like, great technician. Uh, sad story. Yeah. Um, 
very sad, bro. And I'm really disappointed. Really disappointed in the corporate move, how they move with it. I it breaks my heart, bro. That y'all want it's just like with the NFL, y'all want to acknowledge it, bro. Like that man, that that player who took his life in the parking lot, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I just had like whoop. Well, he was already... He had something else going on. No, no bro. Yes, He's been sir. concussed and concussed and concussed and con... They said that he had... Chris Benoit had the brain, like, similar to a 90-year-old Alzheimer's patient? Chris Benoit died in his, like, 40s? But with a 80-year... 90-year-old brain? It make you do some crazy shit, man. Like, yes. I don't... I don't, I don't know, man. I can't... I only, only people who know what happened is Chris Benoit, woman... And Daniel. Exactly. That's it, bro. Uh, There's a few conspiracies out there I don't like to touch on. um, But it's sad, bro. Uh, That was was one one of those that really hit me. Like, but then they got talking about how they just. Yeah. Bro, he's a noob sidebot now, bro. And all the footage. If you got WWE Network, go pull up any match with Chris Benoit. He's going to be in it, but he's not going to be in it. You know what I mean? He's going to be blacked out. It's, it's gonna be like a little Chris it's a silhouette, bro. Like, and then if they say his name, if Cole or Lawler it's, say, it's, Boop, it's, it's it's like a, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy to me, man. Like, it's it's absolutely it's wild. Oh, um, y'all not y'all not telling the truth, man. People are hurting themselves, and y'all are not looking out for them. And it's it's fucked up, bro. It is it's fucked up. Like, it's it's it's. It's extremely fucked up, but like again, just this is what I'll say to, to, to close out the segment. This this is what I'll say, right? Um as if you want to get in the professional wrestling business, I urge you to be safe. I also do urge you though to watch the dark side of the ring or WrestleMania or watch some of these channels. That way you can because the, the reporters what they're reporting some of it's opinion but a lot of it's right. true like something I try to explain to people all the time when it comes to professional wrestling yes some of the things they do may not be all the way 100 but a lot of the impact is like a lot of the impact that they, they suffer from, from from this stuff is they're just able to or learn to spread the pain throughout their body to the point where it don't hurt specific areas too hard. Right. Like if like if they didn't have that that technical skill to be able to do that, a lot of times they would be getting hurt. Right. Like hurt, hurt. Like I can't come and back. See, and that's the thing too. Um, Cause I want to hurt. That's the main word on another dark side of the ring. We're gonna talk about when you say hurt, hurt. Ain't nobody ever try to hurt nobody for real, for real, except one person, bro. Like, really, who go out there, who will straight up tell you, like, I'm trying to kill you. And that's New Jack. That's fucking New Jack, bro. He is a psychopath. That, but hold on. We're going to come back to that one. I'm going to say, I, that, I one, wanna, that one deserves a whole out. topic by itself. Right, so that one deserves a whole segment. <laughs> right, because that's a little extensive, man. That's probably that's probably on another episode, man, or something. Or, or something. But with the Benoit thing, the timeline is, uh, I believe it was... June 24, 2007, something to that degree. Uh, Benoit was supposed to be at a uh, at a pay per view. He was supposed to win. No, 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 not what I said. He was supposed to be at United Champions. He was supposed to win. 
Yeah, I think it was supposed, it was supposed to be him versus CM Punk. Yep. And Chris Benoit was going to win the ECW championship. That and night. nobody heard from him, and Chris had never mentioned Sean's wife. As Pegasus kid, all that goofy shit, he had never, ever missed a show in his life. And they found out prior to Chris, prior to the show, what went down. That's what kind of fucked me up there. Yeah, like, it kind of set the tone for the rest of the show, which was mad unfortunate. Uh, your main event's already messed up. Uh, but to go into a performance of any kind, mm-hmm. if you put on a play, a ballet, an opera, with some terrible news about one of your stars, mm-hmm. when you can, you just, the feeling was there. It was there. It was, some of those promoters were talking about it like, uh, he was nowhere to be found. Like we're talking about 15 minutes before. Yeah. Bro, this isn't, this ain't, this ain't him good. at all. He's usually here training, doing squats in the back, lifting real quick. He's usually on good BS he, back he, here. He's, he's normally on point. Right. He's usually ready to go. And this is so unlike him. I'm calling phones. I'm calling family members. I call Chavo, who happened to be here, because Chavo's already calling. They best friends. Mm-hmm. Chavo gets a weird old text message. At like three in the morning, after all, nobody could find him. Right. Talking about the dogs are in the backyard. Something just random. It was just. It was like so random. It was. Um, it was a completely. It was a completely messed up scenario. Like just everything. Everything around the 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 death of Chris Benoit. Even the the Wikipedia article being updated like before anybody else knew. Just it's a lot of a lot of mystery around that. Um, but if you have not seen the dark side of the ring, um, or you have not heard these stories, we definitely urge you yeah. to 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 watch the dark side of the ring in the description as well as the other information we told you. A good documentary will we'll, we'll be down there. Go and check them out, like the ones that's available on YouTube. And if and if not available on YouTube, um, get the Vice channel and, and watch them on Vice directly. Uh, but yeah, this was this was absolute fire. We'll be right back with this outro on Black Guys talking about wrestling. Talking about some goddamn wrestling. We're here with this young outro. Um if I can say anything, I enjoyed the fuck out of this. I can Real finally shit. curse because Shanice right. is not a part of that. I enjoyed the fuck out of this. I enjoyed this shit. This shit was absolute. I've never, ever, ever get an opportunity to truly go in depth and talk about wrestling the way I love to talk about wrestling. Like I'm like I'm in the the wrestling with regret fan group and like the AEW group and you know I I, I drop my my little knowledge in there here and there but for the most part I don't get a chance to to truly express my 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 love of wrestling and now that I've joined this collective of minds and we all got a driven focus about our love of the sport and the art of wrestling. Right. This shit about to be heat, man. It's about to be heat. Like yeah. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a little sad, man. Other guys couldn't make it because we've been trying to plan this for a little while now. But women was like, fuck it. We got to run it. 
So I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up with you. We're gonna, we're gonna get it started. And but I think we did a damn good job. With that. I, I agree, bro. I agree. I enjoyed it. I had a good time, man. Uh, we held it down for the squad, as we supposed to, man. Because the whole, the whole premise, man, is black guys talking about wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't really a lot of us. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it, it is, but we, we very, we very spaced out. Yep. So for us to come together, you know what I mean? And talk about some wrestling. And just talk about wrestling, man. It's just another sport that, 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 that we enjoy, man. And you know what I mean? That, that we can, we can bond over and fellowship over. Uh, from nostalgia all the way back. Like I said, some of y'all cats know shit before me, before I was born and can fill me in. Like, just, you know what I mean? Just how, how we chop it up, man. It's always a good time, man. Um, that's why I think it's really important, man. That fellowship yeah. and that binding over something, especially in these, these times like this, man. Mm-hmm. These crazy-ass times right now, man. A lot of people, man, I hope y'all being safe. I hope y'all being careful. I hope y'all being smart. Uh, it's a shame that y'all just now mopping your house. Cause I know some of y'all out there is just now mopping your house. Cause y'all scared now. Like uh, y'all should have been dead. Y'all should have been washing your hands. So don't be scared now. Just be safe. As uh, as Pathfinder on Apex Legends say, man, good luck, have fun, don't die. Uh, Cause that's all you can really do, man. Uh, be careful out there. Uh, but yeah, man, it's a good it's a good time, man. It's a good show, man. Uh, Black guys right. talking about wrestling. That's all it is, man. Um, on, so on today's episode, on the first episode, on the pilot, we talked about WWE releases, um, RBD's wasted potential during his time in WWE, as well as his time with the Money in the Bank briefcase. We talked about Money in the Bank, the pay-per-view as a whole coming up. It's May 10th. May 10th. And then we also talked about Dark Side of the Ring. Um, one thing I do want to say, so with the Ways World podcast, I used to do AEW versus NXT, and I would cover that on a weekly basis. Um, I'm gonna talk about it with the with the group, and you know, um, if they if we all agree that that's something we can do, we're gonna bring that back too. It's just so many ideas that's about to be flowing through the, our five minds at at one time to to make this the the quintessential most fire wrestling podcast out there like we not we not playing man dude. shout out booker t man. <laughs> shout out Kyle booker t shout out booker t man because <laughs> it ain't it ain't even a lot of that man i think uh uh mark henry got a podcast or was he just featured on some stuff i think he may have been featured don't get don't right me. right don't, don't quote but if he got his me. own that's that's up that's what's up too man shout out a lot of poc former wrestlers hall of famers man we talking about five time, five time, five time, five time, five time, bro. Spinner Rooney. Yeah, I mean, Mr. Spinner Rooney himself, man. And I, I like, I love his podcast, man, with that other guy. And I'm sorry, I don't know your name, bro. <laughs> I apologize, man. But he be holding it down on there, man, just giving his opinion. And and that's what we want to do for y'all, man. Just somebody who look like y'all talking about some shit that some we know y'all like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some shit we all love, man. That's it, man. Like. I think I think it was it's what's up, man. Like I think it'll be I think it'll be consistent. It'll be cohesive. Mm-hmm. It'll be fluid. Uh, it'll be very nice for the listeners, the watchers, the viewers. Um, and y'all definitely just gotta stay tuned, man. Like we ain't, we ain't going nowhere, man. We are gonna keep we gonna keep it rolling, man. As long as something happening in the industry, we're gonna talk about it. Shit, there's some old shit we want to talk about. We, we got plans we got we got so much shit that we gonna That's, talk about. Uh, but. The, by the way, something else I want to throw in there. The logo 
for black guys talking about wrestling. It's courtesy of. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm do it, man. I'm gonna do it. The one I got, the one I got now, I, I, I don't like. I told the group, man, I made it. I had just pumped out like 20 pieces of copy, and bro hit me like, hey, we need a logo, bro. Just have something. And I was like, all right. And I don't really like it. It's kind of mediocre. So I'm gonna hey. go back and I'm gonna touch it up. I got I got another thing I want to do. Just give me some time. We use as a placeholder, mm-hmm. but. It's some I got I got some fire coming, man. I, I promise you. y'all. I, I promise you. y'all. Hey, I, I like it again. I, I like it because it shows the beginning stages. Like, look, this is something that we that we all came together on, and we putting out there. I always tell people the first step to doing anything is getting that shit out there. Right. And you know, you fix it, and you go. It's like kind of how Kanye West did Life of Pablo. I feel like you podcast the way he did Life of Pablo. You put it out there, right? If people say what they're going to say, from there, you tweak and you yeah, fine-tune it. Up, right? and, and to the point where you you got you a fully formed project. like, And I feel like we, we got that. But um, I have been your boy, Way. You can find me on IG at how underscore way underscore how. Um, you can find me at Ways underscore World 93. You can find me on Facebook at Ways World. Um, if you want to know anything I do outside of Black Guys Talking About Wrestling, um, you can search Ways World, where you can also find this podcast, too, um, and listen to some other podcasts out there that we got going on right now. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ways World 93. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> that's, that's all. And yeah, it's been me, man. Maverick, man. Maverick Savage, CG Savage, man. Um, a lot of different names, a lot of different stuff, man. Um, really, only thing I want y'all to check out right now is one of my newest ventures, uh, gassedoutgaming.com, www.gassedoutgaming.com. Uh, a lot of Wii video game related content. Uh, doing really nice right now. You can find me on Facebook, Maverick Savage, Maverick Creative Solutions. Pretty much the Maverick with two Ks on everything is probably me, you know, since like 2002. Like it's probably it's probably mine. <laughs> like on Rand, I ain't gonna bullshit you. The the Maverick with two Ks is probably me on that. So uh, holler at me, man. Um, like I said, outside of Black Guys Wrestling, check out that site, man. Like uh, if you in the video, if you if you in the video games, man, check that shit out, man. Uh, if you in the weed, check that shit out. Uh, they probably are. I'm high right now. Uh, so, you know, uh, it's been a pleasure, bro. I had fun, man. I had a good time. I think we I think we murdered this first one, man. We, we, I feel like we, we got some fire topics. We, we both expressed our opinions very well throughout this whole thing. This is Black Guys Talking About Wrestling. If you like this first episode, let us know in the comments below. Hit that like button. Don't forget to hit that red subscribe button. And we'll be back with more. Peace. I'll let y'all.